And we're back. Banging and Clanging Podcast. Take November. Two weeks out from Thanksgiving and one week out from Survivor Series. That is right. And it's been a roller coaster ride in pro wrestling. You have your ups, your downs, a slow show, a fast show, interesting matches. And we are your hosts. As always, we have Crossbones here, man whose arms could equal or be better than Bobby Lashley's. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I am Blake Beretta, maybe second biggest arms in Georgia. <laughs> and I just saw the first steel cage match was 1936, I think. That's interesting. Who won? I don't know. I just saw a 1936 cage match. It was just a picture. I didn't see who was in the match. <laughs> interesting to see who is, who, is, uh, who is fighting in a steel cage. Probably one of Rock's relatives and uh, maybe Harley Race. Or something. Harley Race is that old. He'll be in 1936. <laughs> he might be. I don't know how old Harley Race is. You know, when, I think of, when I think of older wrestlers, I think of like, uh, I think of Harley and I think of, uh, well, I was, I was going to say like George the Animal Steel, but he's not even that old. No, it, it, even with that one, I always think Ric Flair, but Flair's not super, super old. <laughs> no, no. Flair is relatively. Flair is actually pretty young, even though I would say even well. Let's see. In 1980, Flair was already 35. Wow. Yeah, he, he looks like he's old, but he's like he has been been in the business for so long. He just beat up his body enough. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah. But Rick is. Uh, I was gonna say he. Well, he stole. Well, uh, his whole deal was he got his whole um, stick from Buddy Holly. Yeah, was it Buddy Holly or was it a different name he went by? I think no, no. Buddy Holly was the entertainer. He wasn't a wrestler. He was like uh, the good, the guy who said "Goodness gracious, great balls of fire." The the dude who wrote oh, that, that song. Guy. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I was I think there was another wrestler that did that gimmick too. Gorgeous George, I think. Yeah. 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 Gorgeous was the one. I think he was way before Flair. Was I right? It was way before Flair, I think. Oh, Gorgeous George? Yeah. Oh, they were right about the same time. Different territories. Ah, yes. I did. He was the first one to have that given the, the pretty blonde hair and the robe and stuff. And that the, was... and the mm-hmm. nature boy. The, the nature boy thing. And the nature boy. And the funny thing is about the, the, the steel cage match was it wasn't built like the ones we know now. It's more built like an octagon. It's, a, it's like a circle almost. Is that where the squared circle comes from? Uh, well, no, the cage was actually an octagon. Oh, so they should call it the squared octagon. That's they should have. Because they had did more than just wrestle. They boxed in that thing, too. Yeah, it, it, uh, it was dual purpose, I guess. That is right. And the cage has evolved since then. We have our normal cage matches for this day and age, and we had the Hell in a Cell. And then we used to have the Lions Den with Ken Shamrock and Steve Blackman when I was a kid. I used to love that one. And here's the one that you might remember. How about the kennel from Hell match with Al Snow and the Big Boss Man? You remember that? Uh, vaguely, vaguely do remember uh, Big Boss Man and Al Snow feud. Um, I remember my favorite cage, the one I grew up on was the all blue, the all blue steel cage. Oh, yes. With Hogan. And who did Hogan fight? The animals? It was, it was an animal? George the, George the Animal Steel. Uh, he actually fought Boss Man in the cage. They used oh, to not, wow. The cage used to never be. It used to be such a rare thing that they would bring that out. It, it would be like once a year that you would get a steel cage match. It would always be on like Saturday Night's main event. Yeah, and always like men's son. It's like, oh, these two hate each other. They're going to kill each other in this match. Like they can't stand each other. But was that salute for the troops thing they just had that reminded me a lot of Saturday Night's main event. They they did it a couple I, years. They did it a couple years. That Saturday Night's main event thing with uh they they have well NBC the people who own NBC own own uh, the USA Network so they can mm-hmm. go back and forth and do it. But mm-hmm. that used to be the the greatest thing ever, and it used to be completely out of nowhere. You used to be watching TV, then all of a sudden it would be Saturday Night's main event, and they, it would. 
and it would always be um, a big deal. Yeah, because it's like there's so much class. Like that still could be a big deal, if, you know, if they wanted to, you know, really push it. I don't know if they still do it now. I think they might. I think no, they just call it main event. Yeah, that's the thing. They, I mean, they they used to have uh, like when when I was growing up, they when wrestling came on. I, I tell I tell people it's way different now because when I used to watch it on Saturday and Sundays. It used to be a, a, a name guy versus local talent. You never got two name guys going going toe to toe every week. It was always honky talk man versus some guy from Atlanta, or it was macho man versus some guy from Toledo, or Hulk Hogan versus some guy from Wichita. You never got name people, but on Saturday night's main event, you got you got those big matches. You got the Heart Foundation versus the Rockers. You got uh, Hercules versus uh, Jake the Snake. You got some. You got Dane people going toe to toe, and that is something that never happened throughout my entire childhood of watching it. You never got name versus name people. Yeah, I feel like you, like I wish I was around those days because those were like some of the great matches that you had there. Like I came around during when Saturday, when Saturday Night was main event was gone, and all that you had was like. Was it called LimeWire? I think it was Saturday. Was it LimeWire? LimeWire. Oh, you yeah. heard the, you're talking about the Sunday show, or the the what one is, that was the one that was on MTV. Yeah, no, there was a morning show on Saturday. I remember when I was a kid watching it because it was just a rerun, and Michael Cole was in the control center. He's like, "This is what happened on Monday Night Raw." I think it was called Superstars or LimeWire. Yeah. Okay, so that was kind of like a like an incarnation of of what they used to do. Where they, yeah, where it would give you the the kind of the recap of just so those would be matches that they taped at just house shows, and you would still have you would still have Raw. Raw, yeah. Raw, Raw was revolutionary because Raw you did get those those name matches. That's why I was I grew up more watching WCW because mm-hmm. it, when WCW back then you used to get those name matches. You used to get, um, let's see, Hollywood Blondes versus like like the Four Horsemen. You could get those matches. On regular TV on TBS, that's right. Like those are great. Like I feel like WCW was kind of winning that time. Like I remember when I was a kid, the uh, big match. It wasn't main event on Saturday. We got Sunday Night Heat when I was a kid. But the difference was that I don't. Me and my friends talk about this all the time. WCW always felt like it was small time, and mm-hmm. WWE felt like it was big time. Yeah. But really, they were really at like feel like WCW was almost equal to them. Feel like back then. Oh, not in the eighties. In the eighties, oh, WWF yeah, was, was yeah. I it was like like even, <laughs> even in the nineties, up until when Hogan got there, it still was it still was heavily weighted towards mm-hmm. WWF. Then, then when Hogan got there, it kind of switched, and Ted Turner bought it, pumped a lot of money into it, and it became an equal on equal footing. But uh, WCW in the in the '80s, even though it was uh, you had more like I I felt name talent going toe to toe with each other, it did yeah. feel it did feel like a smaller it did feel feel like it was smaller time than W than WWE. Yeah, WWE back then was going all out. Like I well, I was around in the '90s thing, and I was like that was the show for me to watch because when I first started watching wrestling, I was like oh WWE, and I later on find out oh there was a WCW. Then I later on I started watching both shows, which was fun. When you get to go flip back and forth, we didn't have. If you want to record something? It was a VCR. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that WWE had more, uh, FF had more like cartoon style, and that's why I was going to say people were more drawn to it, especially younger kids, because it was a, it was more like like your your superheroes, you know, that that sort of thing, where WCW kind of had like the realism of of, of Ric Flair bleeding all over the place and cheating and. Dusty Roads and people who look like normal people where you had WWE to F where they look like like giant cartoon characters like the Ultimate Warrior. That's right. And you got Kane who is like a monster. Like, like this it looks like a Michael Myers came to life kind of thing. You yeah, had. So, so it was a very different thing. But I, but watching Saturday, uh, not Saturday Night's main event, the salute for the troops, it kind of just felt it felt like a it felt like a throwback to uh, the Saturday Night's main event. That's right. I almost forgot it was troops when the uh, game was over. I was like, WWE. I was like, oh, okay, true for the troops today. <laughs> yeah, they kind of stuck that on us. It usually happens. Uh, it usually happens a little bit closer to Christmas 
Usually, yeah. they usually do it over Christmas, but um, I think because they're doing, uh, they wanted to give their the um, the superstars a little bit more time off this year. Yeah, being being that it, this year is what it is, and mm-hmm. then they also have it here in Atlanta on January first, so it would be a little bit tight tight on scheduling. So they they push the troop things ahead a little bit, and that was of course everybody knows that's been taped over the last couple of weeks. It wasn't oh, yeah, like, that like was a, one live show. Yeah, they don't do the live one anymore. I don't think they ever did, but yeah, they recorded a lot. Of, was a few couple months ago, probably. I think. I miss that though. Coming home from coming, I remember coming back from uh, from Georgia every uh, every year and getting to see them go over there to. I guess they were going to Iraq at the time, setting up yeah. the setting up the base, setting up the middle of the. Of the base over there in Qatar or whatever they were, and then having then having a show. I liked it because when I was a gay, you know kid at that time, and like, and I was I liked to kind of watch it because you know get good superstars, and it was kind of like it felt different a little bit. It, it was a good different. <laughs> uh, was pretty- there was always that. There's one that sticks out of my mind. It was uh, Stone Cold wasn't wrestling at the time, but he but him and uh, John Cena were in the ring, and it's something that I just remember saying. Because their time didn't really cross over, but they always brought Stone Cold back for those those big uh, those big uh, Christmas specials and things like that. And he yeah. stunned and he stunned John. He gave John a stunner, threw him a beer, and gave him a stunner. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those were those were pretty good shows. And um, yeah, I don't think they'll ever go back to well. One, we're not at war anymore with anyone, and two, there's not really a need to 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 do that. We can do everything here in the United States. That's true, and a little bit less dangerous going into a different country with kind of basically celebrities. I know, Biz, Biz, Biz doesn't care. He puts people at risk. He puts people at risk all the time. But I will give you this: Vince is not going to go when he when they go to those shows. Vince is with him. That is true. He's willing to put his life on. I was like, all right, you're going to die with us and his family <laughs> and his family. He because he takes Shane and Stephanie and the wife over there with him as well. So he's okay. he he. He practiced what he preaches, so I will give him that. Yeah, that's right. It's like, hey, I'm going down with my ship anyway. I'm taking my family with me, except my grandkids, because someone needs to run the company when I die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was, he's going to be there forever. I don't think he's ever going to die. Well, I'd say, like, in the Middle East, if something happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this week this week was uh, – was, we, we did go over Raw earlier this week. SmackDown, we are setting up for Survivor Series – which mm-hmm. is a week from tomorrow. Is it next yes. Sunday? I think it's next Sunday. Yeah, oh, I think wow. there's, there's, one, there's two more shows before, um, before we hit up Survivor Series. Oh, wow. And That's... as we – yeah, I was going to say, as we start setting this up on, on uh, SmackDown, we open it up with a match. Aaliyah, I'm not familiar with at all. I, I, oh, have, not. <laughs> I, I did not really watch her in, uh, in NXT. I have no idea where she comes from. Um, they got some stories there for you. <laughs> but so they put her in this match so you can kind of get introduced to her. That's right. Because I watched her in the you know the good days of NXT Aaliyah. I watched her from humble beginnings, doesn't know what she's doing. And eventually, you know, got her way up. You know, she's still getting comfortable there. I actually met her in Florida. You know, you know, great looking girl, gorgeous. And I was like, oh, Vince's gonna love her. She's gonna make money. And she got that, like, you know, that happy-go-lucky thing. Like, kind of like almost like an AJ Lee kind of thing. It's like, hey, look, I'm, I'm friendly. I'm cute. Everybody's going to love me. Like, she's like the ultimate baby phase that they do it right for the women. Yeah, and, and the one thing that had been a knock on them currently is introducing stars and getting them up there, not using them or making them lose. So they put her in a big spot, a big uh, – Six person or yeah, six man, six woman tag, mm-hmm. and they and they had her win. They had her get the pinfall. That's right, because you know everybody gets nervous their first time there, but it's good. A tag match, you got people around that's helping you, and you're there with Natalia, who could you know you'll get you gain the win over, who is a, pretty much going to be a Hall of Famer, and you know she she basically trained most of the younger talent that that really went far for her. So now it's like, where does she go from here? Except part I didn't like that she got kicked off the Survivor Series team. That upsets me. 
Yeah, but, there. I think there there will be something, uh, but you can't even know who they're going to add or what or who would they add. I don't know. Unless Sony Deville's like, I'm in it. <laughs> that would be that would be the other <laughs> option. Or yeah. or or, or kind of I guess is kind of trying to build a feud with Naomi. Anybody that associates with Naomi is automatically on the blacklist and unable to compete in special events. Or that could set up for next Friday. Be like, we need a Demogorgon. No one's like, I want in. And, and Sonya has no choice but to face her. Then they try to mess with her. And I don't know if she beats um, Sonya and she's in the Survivor Series match. Also, side note, there is no Raw general manager. There is no SmackDown general manager. So a lot of this doesn't make any sense anyway. No, a lot of the things that he does doesn't make any sense. But we go with it anyway because it's like, ah. It's wrestling. <laughs> I would I would have liked to have one. I would have liked to have a SmackDown general manager and a Raw general manager instead of two co-general shows. Yeah, they kind of breaking the rule. They, we need one manager for each. But I was like, all right, I guess they're going to like say managers are going to be the wild card. They go to both shows. But so I, I, the draft. <laughs> I do. I do understand why they uh, why they they kind of team together then they kind of they gauge inter- this is one thing they do now they go out and they gauge internet response they they go out there and they listen to the quote-unquote wwe universe so if the wwe universe does not like what they're doing they have the ability to change it uh on the fly uh we saw that with dominant mysterio this past week on mm-hmm. raw uh, we might be seeing it with Aaliyah because they might be some, putting somebody in on that spot. And then we also with Sami Zayn a little bit later on the night. That's right. So like, like, you know, like, like the Dominic thing, like even I wasn't a fan. I was like, why is Dominic in there against people who are main eventers? And they, they yeah. took that out. It's like, yeah, we got Bobby back. Bobby's going to kill him. So yeah, especially, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no brainer. I mean, you don't want, I mean, you want your biggest stars on that stage for your, for your main event for this pay-per-view, even though compared to crown jewel, this is not really a big show uh, yeah. now, but you still, but if Bobby Lashley's available and you have Dominic Mysterio available, you put Bobby Lashley in over Dominic Mysterio. Of course. Cause Bobby's the b- biggest star and he, you know, if there's a Dominic, he looks like a freaking main event superstar, Bobby. And, and I, I, I Dominic's going to be, if he sticks around, he's going to be an intercontinental champion. He might be a world champion one day. Take take tonight off. You got plenty of time to go down the road. You're 20 years old. There'll be plenty of time for you to do this. But That's Bobby right. has to get all his stuff in right now. That's right. And like Ray Mysterio said, Dominic was thinking about donning the mask. And Ray even said it. You got to earn the mask. Even his own dad will say that to him. <laughs> and that, set, that set up a pretty good storyline um, mm-hmm. down the road for, for Dominic kind of uh, – Earning, earning the mask of uh, and becoming uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. That's right, and Ray could maybe keep going or retire and be in the back backstage thing, helping his son and maybe helping younger talent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, also later on, thank you doing a rap. Yeah, <laughs> which, 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 <laughs> but why are you doing this to gender? I That's give you. I give I give them credit for I mean they tell you to I mean of course you know stuff is written yeah, um, you, get, you go out there and you have to perform it to the best of your abilities and I do think they were able to perform that to the best of their abilities. That's right, they did the best they can, and Laura Jinder's been play, playing with uh, Biggie's cocoa butter, <laughs> but that's yeah. all that body oil. I was like, that's too much. You got to make it pop. You got to make it pop for the camera. So. Uh, so she and Vicky, they're, they're setting up a match, uh, down the road. I don't think anything's going to happen, um, immediately with Hit Row. Uh, but yeah, Hit Row, I think they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do with them or how they're going to use them, but there's no room for them right now in this, uh, this Survivor Series. So maybe start a, start a little bit of a, little bit of a beef between the two. Yeah, that's right. And like, I found out why they let go of the girl from Hit Row now. And it's kind of mean what they said. You want to hear it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so when they brung her up and she signed a new deal, they basically said, yeah, she, you guys don't need her. So they pulled her out and fired her. They said they, yeah. they made off without her. I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a business. It's a yeah. business. It's a business decision. 
Yeah, because they were like, oh, we you guys don't need her, even though she's part of the entrance song and stuff, but yeah. you know, they don't need her. But now they're trying to figure out what do like you said, what do we do with Hit Row? Which is dangerous when they don't know what they what to do with you. <laughs> well, the the one guy is a is a good the guy who was the U.S. Uh, the North American champion. He can wrestle with anybody. He, yeah. he's he's pretty good. Uh, the other two are kind of uh, they could be a tag team. Uh, they they could do um, what they kind of do with the New Day and do the Freebird rules with them if yeah. they if they if they choose to. Yeah. Um, but the tag team division with them is going to be their 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 best shot right now. And it's up to them to make it work. Once you get there, it's up to you. Getting there is difficult enough. They got there. They were only in NXT for like for like a couple months. They weren't there that long. Um, yeah. but, but they're on SmackDown, so figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Like hopefully they got something good for them. So we'll see if they they got a few months to until their contract expires to you know make some make make something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um all- I was going to say to the uh, the Usos now ah. being being the the current tag team champions of SmackDown, they are kind of just sitting in the background with Roman. Yep, trying, just hanging out. Yeah, trying to figure out what what is the next challenge for them. Mm-hmm. Um, the Usos are going to go. They're not in the Survivor Series match. Uh, so I'm guessing that they are going to be outside the ring helping Roman at Survivor Series. That's right. But there's still time. We have one more one more SmackDown left. So never know. Maybe they have may have something for them. You got to have the Usos on the show. Yeah, usually they do that, that, that whole champion versus champion match. Yeah, they have to. They, they have to do it. That's got to be a last-minute thing maybe. I feel like they, they're going to be on the show. They have to do it. Well, I was going to say, are there – who is the – I'm going to say Damian Priest isn't on a Raw team, and, and Shinsuke isn't on a SmackDown team. Those two could go at it, too. That's the, another champion. The champion. Street, who, who are the Raw tag? Oh, uh, oh, it's uh, RK-Bro. Yeah, RK-Perfect. The Uzusko Stem, good match. Or, yeah, but they're not on any, any team either. So, yeah, there's a lot to be decided for that whole thing to, uh, to set that up going down the road. For that, that's right. This wait, wait. That I was gonna say they are waiting to the very last minute with this. Oh, yeah. Well, they did say well, a couple weeks ago, like they were more involved with Crown Jewel than Smack than Survivor Series, so they're last minute doing everything right now. They are uh, under so much. They were saying that they're under less pressure now to build pay per views because of the network, because they're not so uh, concerned with the pay per view buys anymore. So main events are going to be what they are. There isn't that whole press to get people to to buy the pay-per-view because you're going to get it regardless with the with the network. Yeah, exactly. People get that 999 a month. Well, what do I have? Yeah, 99 a month for Peacock. So yeah, unless there's like a big pay-per-view like WrestleMania or Rumble, something like that, then they'll do it. Now also the WrestleMania tickets have gone on sale and it looks like the the the, the biggest thing that has come out of the pandemic is that from now on, it's going to be two days. Oh, that's too much. <laughs> it's a lot of wrestling. But that's, I, the- that's the way they're going to do it from now on, because why sell one ticket when you can sell two tickets? That's true. They make double the profit on that. Make double the money. Oh. Make, double, make double the money. And I was going to say, for, the, for, that, for that whole big venue of things, you know, all the all the parties and all the events and all the signings that they do for uh, for those um, for those two days. Why not? Ha- not why not be there an extra day, and uh, and uh, and just make it make it a whole weekend as opposed to just one Sunday. Well, this is not a four hours each time, so that won't be bad. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot of that is a lot of space to fill for that. All right, so. As the night went on, we did have the Sami Zayn match challenge mm-hmm. for uh, so we had Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy, uh, um, and this the huge NXT dude, uh, what's his name, uh, Martin Van, not how would I say Martin Van Buren, that's Martin Van Buren. I think that's a different show. Um, <laughs> he has a he has a very um symphonious name, uh. Like like a like a symphony, Beethoven or something like that. So he's standing next to Adam Pierce, 
doing the uh, my character. I remember uh, assisting the general manager uh, when he was first getting started was Johnny Nitro. Oh yes, I remember that. So he's like the bodyguard for him. So Brock has to kill him. <laughs> yeah. So so Johnny Nitro uh, is is the Johnny Nitro role that I knew. There's been several people who have had that that role, but this guy from NXT is just the latest guy to have it. So yeah. they go in, and there's a little bit of argument between Sami Zayn and Adam Pearce about positioning and where they should be. Or I'm the team captain. It was like now you got to earn your spot. So. If you go out there, you lose Jeff Hardy, then your spot's Jeff Hardy's. That's right. And it was actually a good match that they had. It went on for a minute. Yeah, it is. But it's the same thing with as good as Sami Zayn is, who's the bigger draw? That's right. Jeff got the bigger name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so Sammy will be doing something else on Thanksgiving. He can go sit at the table with uh, Dominic Mysterio. They can both hang out after during the show. That's right. You can manipulate Dominic some more. My God, betray your father. Come to the dark side. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I wanted them to keep up with that, but but they switched shows. I know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe fellas, maybe this is his chance at the table. It's yeah. like, oh, he's watching. <laughs> that, that was good stuff, and it got interrupted by the uh, by the by the draft. So, mm-hmm. both teams are currently not finished products, but they're working on making them finished products. By hopefully next week. So that was that was a pretty big match. Was mm-hmm. there was there another match for the main event? I'm thinking. The uh, Shinsuke wrestle. I want to say he did. No, he, did not. he just wrestled on. Uh, he just wrestled Roman Reigns on Salute for the Troops that I watched. Uh, nice. I missed the ending of that one because it was at the gym and it was closing. <laughs> um. So Shinsuke was they they did the same finish. Shinsuke was had Roman oh. on the ropes and then the Usos came in. Oh, of course. That's like a that's a good match because like you don't expect that match to happen. <laughs> yeah, they they I do like the champion versus champion matches. I don't think those matches happen enough. Exactly, like the Intercontinental Champion is just you know it's prestigious. So it's like you know like he's almost like he, Shinsuke is like a main eventer if they give him a chance. But you know, it's, but you know, but that was a good match though. I, I enjoy seeing that randomness of a match. Intercontinental was the world champion. Yes, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully we'll get we'll get some more of that as Roman Reigns still looks for uh, challengers. So as we get to the main event, of course, the whole show has gone off of the the term "bend the knee." That has been the the ongoing phrase since King Woods has taken the title of King after King in the Ring. So recap last week, he beats Jimmy Uso. Uh, Jimmy Uso goes to pin the. Uh, uh, bend the knee. Uh, Superman punched out of nowhere by Roman Reigns, knocks the crown off his head. Challenge, gauntlet thrown down. I will fight you, Roman Reigns. Loser bends the knee and is the king on the island of relevancy. That is right. Because at the last Friday, like, they was going to bend the knee, but Roman was like, nope, not my family. You to knock you out. So it's like, and then uh, uh, Woods cuts a promo almost like, that British accent comes and goes with that. With that British accent saying he will be the blood clot for the blood for the bloodline, and then this is where his big, big time opponent, his hardest opponent ever face, the tribal chief, the world champion Roman Reigns, where Woods cannot use any power moves. <laughs> yeah, this is big time. This is big time. Yeah, they don't let little guys use power moves. That's just one. That, that's just one. <laughs> that's just one no, don't, don't go home, little. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's five. He's five ten. 200 little guy so <laughs> so he's he's doing his best to do everything that he can do you know so he has uh i mean he has a great move set he, he the way that he's able to structure matches is phenomenal he's able to do some pretty cool things i love this match from beginning to end i think I, one of the <laughs> i love the i love the finishing the tightrope elbow drop i do love that that is one of my favorite moves that he does for, does right now but I mean, this match was really physical. It was because he's going to fight Roman, and he's starting this feud with him. You better get ready for a fight because Roman's going to bring it, and he knows he would better bring it, or he's going to get run over pretty hard by Roman. Yeah, and he <laughs> took some shots. I do like that. That that my one sticks out. Roman hit him with the uppercut, and you know he does that pause where he goes up, and then Austin uh, Xavier wishes completely falls back and just lands uh, like he's completely out of it, but. Mm-hmm. 
Xavier Kingwood stood in there toe-to-toe, match for match, I mean, for, hit for hit, and did an unbelievable job um, of, of, of making himself a contender at the top of, uh, top of the SmackDown roster. That's right, because he's the king, and you have to live up to that name, to, to the king of the rings, where who could the king face that could really challenge him? And that is Roman Reigns himself, the champ. And he actually stood toe-to-toe with him. And, like, that shot on the table he took, my God, with the monitors on there, I was like, wow, they're really going to go at it tonight. Yeah. And I was really thinking Woods was going to win it. But right when we – well, he technically did win. But the Usos decided it was like, you know what? You're not going to beat Roman. We're going to beat you up. And they came after Woods. <laughs> Roman Reigns hadn't lost a match since 2019. Wow. Wow, that's until last, uh, until last night. Last night was the last first match he's lost since 2019. But they say that he never got pinned or submitted. He's and never we gonna, did Yeah, he didn't get pinned or submitted, but he had not lost. Period. That's right. He need yeah. no one officially pinned him. Yeah. So that kind of saved him and kind of saved Woods too, because Woods, as King of the Ring, he shouldn't get pinned this early. So kind of saved him too. All you got to do is take a beating from the bloodline, and we got bend the knee, but in a way, they twisted it. Is that I bend the knee, but I'm taking that crown. Yeah, he's, he's the new I, – I don't know how they're going to do that. I mean, he's the king now. So so having that is something that, that is going to be very – I mean, I'm going to tune in. I got to see I got to see where this goes or how how uh, Xavier Woods goes about getting his crown back. Does mm-hmm. does the entire New Day? I'm guessing the entire New Day has to show up that one uh, on SmackDown to to fight the to fight the Bloodline. Or just change the matchup and have them do it for a triple threat at Survivor's a team in the New Day versus Team Bloodline. Just make it happen already. I really feel like they might make it happen. And Roman wearing that crown, that thing's too big for him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's 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 got to get it sized up or maybe they they have i'm sure they have alternate crowns in the back that uh that are various sizes for everyone because yeah. i was like that crowd's i was like you know what's have a big head or oh, that crown's overly big yeah. <laughs> yeah so i can't uh I, yeah i can't wait so i'm looking forward to that that was a good way to close the show and uh, I was gonna say this this whole week or next week has been about Rock 25 25 years since The Rock uh, debuted at mm-hmm. um, at a Survivor Series. That is right. The anniversary is coming up Sunday to when The Rock debuted. That's so easy to remember his anniversary because it's Survivor Series. <laughs> yeah, and I remember watching it saying, "Who is this dude? This dude's never gonna make it." That's what everybody's <laughs> in 1996. <laughs> Like who is this guy coming out here with all these tassels and and doing this? Who who is this guy? <laughs> Rocky is this? Ma- Rocky Maivia, the uh, the second generation, third third generation superstar. Yeah, come out there and was was I can't remember all the people in the match. I know, remember Triple H was in the match and Jake the Snake was in the match and Goldust was in the match. Knew okay. who all those guys? I had no idea. That's a pretty big, you know, that is, even back then, that's a pretty big spot for you to be in to debut at one of the big four. Um, that's right. Four pay-per-views. That's right. Because who, who was another big star? Like, Kane debuted In Your House? Was it In Your House? I okay. think so. It was In Your House, and the hell is all shot. It's like, big pay, you got a big pay-per-view and debut them, and you're pretty much golden if you, you know, they trust you with it. Yeah, they have, uh, they have big plans for you. That's as right. They, as they say. That's right. And Rock had it. Yeah. Being third generation, too, even helped. <laughs> very much. Very much so. That that does help. But he had to. He kind of had to prove it on his own. And and since then has established himself as, I mean, he's a bigger star than uh, Chief Peter Maivia. He's a bigger star than Rocky Johnson. So, mm-hmm. He is the uh, so when you think of the name Johnson or Rocky Maivia or or any of that, you, you think of Rock. That's right. Rock was one of the guys I first started watching wrestling. I think it was '98. I started watching wrestling. I think it was. It was like right after the Mick Foley and Undertaker. I think when I was '98. I think so. That's when I first started watching wrestling. I was like, "Hey, who's this guy?" Because I was I, I thought this was the, you know I didn't know what was wrestling, but. 
I took a liking to The Rock instantly. I was like, oh, my first favorite wrestler. So <laughs> there it was. Yeah, Rock was my favorite wrestler. Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to imagine that in '98 he was only two years into it. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even know it. And when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, this guy probably doing it for a million years." Or, or even, or <laughs> even in, two, or, or even in 2000 that he was only four years into it. Yeah, that's hard to believe that too, because yeah. you know it doesn't dawn on you. Because you know, as you know, when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, this guy's been doing it for years and years and years." Look at him. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, but you didn't, you didn't realize um he's still vaguely new. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that I did get from uh, that uh, Xavier Woods posted this week was he was like they were asking all the superstars, you know, what was the best thing that Rock did for uh, the, what do you remember the Rock mostly for? And 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 Xavier Woods said it's like I'm most proud of him for leaving because he had to go show. I mean that that if you can make it to WWE, it gives you a distinct advantage in the entertainment industry. Because mm-hmm. you're able to do so many things. I, I, I cannot stress how hard live television is to everyone who, has ne- who hasn't done it or has no idea. Live television is one of the hardest possible things to do because you can't mess up. Oh, yes. yeah. You oh yeah. <laughs> you can't mess up. It is, it is a one and done type deal. So, you know, it's a pressure cooker. So it kind of gives you that, that leg up. Being that, hey, sometimes you only have one take, and not just verbally, you know, physically, in a lot of those cases. That's right. And wrestling is one take, unless you do a recording episode. But a live crowd is one take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a, that was a pretty cool. There's, there's also they did a whole tribute on there with people dressing up from as him from various stages of his career. Yeah, I want. I am confused. I want to ask Woods a question, like. What was what was he doing in that picture? What which character was he? <laughs> oh, he he refused. Sometimes he refuses to uh, to do their nonsense. So he oh. he was just he was just himself. He's such an old man. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, sometimes he's like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not doing that." God, I'm gonna call him Grandpa now. <laughs> no, no, he sometimes he just has to do his own thing. That's real. I was like, I thought I'd we would dress up for at least one picture, but I didn't yeah. get it. He has yeah, confused cause, me. <laughs> cause, and he did, did their things. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. He, he just confused me in the picture. I was like, what is he doing? Yeah. Now we know. <laughs> uh, now we know. All right. Any predictions for uh, for Survivor Series? Huh, let's see here. I said Team Raw will take it. <laughs> Which one? In both men's and women's. That's what. Well, who's on the one? I want to say Raw men get it and SmackDown women get it. Okay. So Raw SmackDown women. All right, that's I'm gonna do I the reverse. I'm going to do the reverse then. Okay, you SmackDown, go. Men, Smackdown women, SmackDown men's and Raw women. That's my. Those are my picks. All right, those are your picks. And any late night predictions for? The uh, the titles, you know, you think a random match is going to happen because my prediction will be Bloodline versus New Day. I think that'll be a new match that we presented. Uh, oh, Damian Priest versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That'd be good. They didn't announce it, they had nothing to do. I would like to see that one as well because yeah. there's so much to be done and they're not done yet. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. And to see, uh, and just to see how, how it plays out with uh with the whole thing i'm looking forward to next week i'm looking forward to this week of wrestling shows um so yeah that that is it for this this week it's very entertaining uh very entertaining week we had the king we've got we've got a tribal chief and we've got a showdown Mm -hmm. um at survivor series that's right and side note i saw hangman page new AEW champion yeah how about that what a ride for uh for hangman page there getting uh Getting finally getting the belt. That's right. Finally, after a long road, he finally beat the man himself, Kenny Omega, his former tag team partner. He finally went to the top. Now they trusted Hangman, so this is time. So is the next feud for Hangman versus uh, Adam Cole? It might be, but I don't think that Kenny Omega's done with him yet. 
<laughs> do you know there's just so many people at the top of AEW right now that like it's it's kind of crazy that CM Punk isn't even vying for the title. Daniel Bryan wow. right now isn't uh, vying for the title. Jericho isn't vying for the title. Um, who who else? Oh, um, I forgot. Miro, Brown is going for the title. Yeah, yeah. Miro isn't isn't vying for the title. Um, no. you ha- Cody isn't vying for the title. Uh, Valentine Black isn't vying for the title. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But but it just it is just amazing that there are that many people there, and it's just hey, you know, we have all these feuds, and uh, it is just these two going for the title. I know that uh, Hangman Page hadn't been around. A couple. Oh, John Moxley, who is, who is taking a little bit of some time off, but he wasn't fired for the title yeah. when he left. No, no, yeah, he's taking some time off right now. But you mentioned Miro and Brian had a match, so I forgot Brian is the number one contender for the title. I just remembered. Oh, okay. Brian is going for the belt. Okay, yeah, then that does make sense. So that'll be interesting because this like Brian said, this could be my last contract, so he's gonna make it worthwhile. Yeah, so that has to be that has to that, that that's going to be something special, and that's they right. are so. Their their AEW's pay per view schedule is always a little bit off because I didn't even realize that was on last night. Me either. I I just realized it was four hours. Four hours. <laughs> and everybody said that was only one of the critiques. People said the fans said that was too long. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of matches. I mean, I was going to say there there are. I mean, I have to sit down and look at the card, but I did see there were a ton of matches on that uh, on that card for uh, last night. That's right, and they signed Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. I was going to say there is going to be a run on ROH talent. That's by, right. AEW, everybody. By AEW. <laughs> That's right, um, and also former NXT talent right now um, that is available. That is right. A lot of people are running to AEW, but I don't want AEW to make a mistake like WCW does. Like, buy everybody, and it's like, uh-oh, we're spending too much. Well, <laughs> they do have but, a little bit deeper pockets than than even even they had. And they're, and they're not paying anybody Hogan money. Oh, that's good. As long as they stay away from that. <laughs> Hogan, Hogan, Nash, and Hall were making significantly more than everybody else. Um and working not a lot, so as long as they stay out from uh, out from under that, they're fine. Yeah, because a lot of like a lot of that Tony Khan money. He's like, is this you know the original Khan, like the one of the Jaguars? He's not a fan of his son getting involved in wrestling. He he had to uh, he had some mean stuff to say, but yeah, his son. Long as his son got that bank account, they'd be good for a while, and don't yeah. do the Hogan thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's it it is very hard for somebody who does like like legitimate business to invest in a wrestling company. Yeah, exactly. So, but he said like his son's going to do it. So so far, so good. Yeah. Just you know, be careful with all that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the thing too is they got those those TV contracts are what pays a majority of the salaries along mm-hmm. with the uh, with that with the attendance. So as long yep. as those as long as those stay up, they're fine. That's right. As long as the network's paying them and they got that contract, they'll be fine. So hope uh, they so far so good they're doing. Uh, yeah, and the talent that they're bringing in. Um, the, the the thing too, their their model is they want to bring in people that have a, a following already. So if you're bringing in somebody like if they go out and get Jay Lethal. People watch Jay Lethal in our Ring of Honor. They watch him on Impact. So those people will follow him in theory to AEW. So you get yeah, pe- pe- so well. people who's not ne- people who are not necessarily watching your show, but now want to see Jay Lethal on the show. They'll follow him. Same thing with people who their Keith Lee is very loved uh, from what I've seen. People love yeah. Keith Lee. So if you bring Keith Lee over, those people who like Keith Lee and WC and WWE would watch Keith Lee in AEW. So that's kind of the strategy that they're, that they're having. They're going out there and saying, Hey, whose eyes can we get um, in our company? So that's mm-hmm. kind of their, that's kind of their, their business strategy going forward. Um, I just, bringing... I... Hmm? Go ahead. Oh, go. You got it. Oh no. I'm saying like, I was like the big fun they have coming. I'm, I really want them to sign my boy Dalton castle. If they, that guy has like, 
me one of the best gimmicks in wrestling right now. You know, you remember him, right? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he'd be perfect for AEW right now because he get to keep his gimmick. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be good. No, I'm, I'm hoping. That, I mean, wrestling. The more, the more, the merrier. And I mean, like I said, we get tired of seeing the same matches over and over again. So any, and the more diversity you can make with the matches, the better. That is right. Don't bore the fans. That's the thing you do not want to do. Yes. All right. So let us get to some questions. All right. So Survivor Series anniversary, famous, famous rock memory you remember. Um. Oh Your my. Favorite. Oh, my sister always used to go, uh, do you like pancakes? Because Rock, <laughs> Rock used to say that all the time. So that is, her, that is our, fav- our, 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 our memory of, uh, of Dwayne the Rock Johnson is, do you like pancakes? That, that, that promo that he did. Because he, <laughs> even my sister, who does not watch any wrestling, knows that. <laughs> That's what meant, pancakes. He was the first one to do it before New Day did. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Uh, my favorite moment of with the Rock. I, well, my fa- Well, I got one that got me in trouble in school. I could talk about that one. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, when you're a kid in elementary school and watching wrestling, don't know what certain words mean, and <laughs> like a pancake thing. I stood up in front of the class, in front of the teacher, <laughs> and I was like, do you like pie? <laughs> so, as a kid, I didn't know what I was saying. And my teacher was like, hey, um, you might not want to uh, quote The Rock anymore. I was like, why? And I was like, just, you know, just don't do it anymore. And as I got older, I realized why now. Yeah. They put, that's why they started putting the parent, uh, parental advisory things on there. Yes, right. And I was, and I thought that was just about pie pie. I didn't know that was about something else yeah. as a kid. Yeah, we had no <laughs> idea. But the the rock had very wide appeal, and that is, yeah, no, he had a lot of lot of catchphrases. And people people said everything that he said. I mean, they copied everything. I had I had a friend of mine who used to wear the shirts. He used to wear those uh, Versace shirts. Mm-hmm. Versace. I used to carry all the rock shirts on me, like not the Versace, but the shirts he sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those uh, those button up ones that he used to wear to the ring. Those, those <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're gonna get us robbed out here, man. That was uh, that's what I always used to tell him. But uh, but yeah, those are those are some pretty nice shirts uh, for 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 early two thousands. That's right. And if I meet the Rock, I was like, hey, you can I tell you a story how you got me in trouble when I was in the fifth grade? No, no, for, the third grade. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you got me in trouble. Could have got me a silent lunch. <laughs> All right, what is the next question? All right, I got some fitness questions that I kind of took from the internet. They're kind of like short questions, but they're pretty fun. Yeah. All right, so this should, these are short ones. So a couple of them, one of them is training, 7 a.m. or 7 p.m.? Uh, it just depends. During the summer, I like to train at night. During the winter, I like to train in the morning. Ah, what, what what what's the difference for you? Uh, because of the the time change, I do like to I I like being able to hydrate all day when it's hot. During the mm-hmm. winter, I don't have to hydrate as much. That's true. We don't sweat as much in the winter. Yep, that's true. I have to agree with that. Yeah, I'm also like a so I like the morning thing because you know the the kids are probably in school and I don't have to go to class until later on in the day, so I get out the way. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm. A, I'm a morning guy for that one. That's what I want to depend on. And how but about I, this one? Oh, hmm? go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Next. Oh no, no, you got it. Okay, uh, CrossFit, yay or nay? Yay, yay, CrossFit. I agree with that too. We did a little bit on the Clang and Bang episode, so you guys can watch that. But that was one of the questions I saw online. CrossFit, yay or nay? And I'll yeah. go with yay on that. Yeah, I remember going to CrossFit and then um, trying to. I mean, learning so much about it or how how uh how to put it into my training I, I don't do everything that they do but a lot of the things that that I did learn I have taken and put into my weekly daily workout so no a big fan big fan of it I don't know how it's doing um as far as a business nowadays because of things like arms theory and, and f45 and those things kind of eat into their market share but yeah. I, I would imagine it's still pretty viable 
That's true. Like, cars are still a thing right now. You got those other companies. But, yeah, I drove out. The first time I did, I, I was terrible at it. But, you know, I got used to it. <laughs> the power clings, the power snatches. I'm not the best at them, but now I'm pretty decent. <laughs> that was one of my favorite ones to do. So, let's see here. All right, uh, well, let's see here. Meals, would you rather do four or five? <laughs> I could... just – yeah, it just depends. I just going to say, for everybody, it just depends on – on how many on on your timing if you're trying to gain weight or if you're trying to do it some i mean if you can get i tell people if you can get by with three do three if you can get by with two do two yeah um but if you but if you can do four or five go ahead and knock yourself out yeah it's like whatever you feel comfortable like it is opinion like what do you prefer four or five i usually do four because <laughs> i could get the, all that in <laughs> yeah and what's the other one here? Scrolling down on this one. Uh, let's see, we did that one. Um, all right. Uh, if you could train with anybody living or alive, who would you train with? Uh, living or alive. Um, that is a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Who would I train? Well, I would if if I could if I could get some mutagen and put PB. And make him like a giant werewolf. I would train with him. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be awesome to to have PB as a giant giant werewolf Pomeranian, and work. <laughs> it, and we would have we'd have some pretty good workouts together. <laughs> well, he's gonna out outdo you all the time now because he's a little of werewolf. Course, he's of course, human. of course, he can outdo me now with his current size. But <laughs> but if he needed, but if but if I needed to spot him, I mean, I'd ratios to be a little bit closer. <laughs> I can see that. that. That's an interesting answer right there. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And it, you know, everybody knows my answer, The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, I grew up watching the guy. I want to work out with him too. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the hardest worker in the room. That's right. And he has a gym where nobody uh, like you have to worry about random kids who flexing in the mirror when you're trying to lift. You don't yeah, have to worry that is, about that. that is which he's thing. lucky. <laughs> there's a thing yeah having having a private gym is 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 the key to fitness if you have a private gym that is that is probably the best thing that can possibly happen that is right you have to worry about kids flexing in the thing and one kid that thing he is the rock and flexing in the mirror where nobody cares and say no and he believes anyway but <laughs> no but that's, that's, that's a different part of the gym i'm at <laughs> but yeah here's another one for you Best compliment, swove, ripped, cut, buff, or jacked? Um, I would say jacked. You like jacked? Yeah, jacked. I like jacked. I'll go with, since you got jacked, I'll go with swove. Or, or ripped. I, I like ripped, too. You like ripped, too? You got, we got to pick one. You could pick I would, one. I would go ripped. I would go ripped. Okay, I go since that's the word. Uh, I go swole. Why not? Since yeah. that's the new word now. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And those were some of the fitness questions. Quick, uh, fired answers. Yeah, those were good. Those were good. And the last one. What do you think of the Marvel stuff? Ah, <laughs> uh, incredible, incredible! I'm looking forward to all of it. Starting in two weeks, we have the Hawkeye series. Mm -hmm. Um. They, I, the only thing I don't like is they, that they, so much of it is so far planned out. So far planned out that I, you have to wait and it's just the anticipation of it that is going to, going to eat away at me every single day wanting to see this stuff but having to wait. But luckily, luckily they're going to tide us over with uh, Shang-Chi, which is out now, which I haven't seen. I'll probably um, watch it tonight anyway. But, uh, but I'm going to. <laughs> and then Eternals which I'm going to see this weekend. Um, and we then, next weekend? Oh, wait, you could count this week. It's all going to be Monday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, next weekend, this this coming weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Spider-Man, which is coming out in the next couple of, uh, in, in a month. That's right. There's so many stuff. Uh, you know what? The thing, uh, can you imagine if they didn't spread it? It's like, and this date, everything comes out on Disney+. Plus. Nobody's going to leave their house. no. Yeah, I'd have to be, I have to, I have to be trickly in my house now. 
Exactly. You gotta be triggered. Like you can't like we got all the Obama movies in one day. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna call in sick from everything and I'm gonna stay home and binge watch everything. Yeah. They just have this the slow release system where they have to just uh put it out there because you know they they don't want it it's kind of like they have all these properties they don't want this to overlap with the uh the star wars stuff they don't want the star wars over stuff to overlap with the pixar stuff so they uh they have uh laid it out in a way where they're going to slow drip it to us as we go <laughs> that's right and i thought i didn't even know disney owns hulu yeah yeah they i didn't acquired, know that they acquired hulu when they bought fox Oh, okay, because there's a movie I want to watch, which is on Hulu, but I was hoping to be on Disney Plus. Prey, which is the new Predator movie. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. the story behind that one? I'm a Predator. I'm a, I'm a science fiction geek too. <laughs> uh, is it a prequel or a? It is a prequel. So yeah. the story goes: the first Predator comes to Earth, and there's a tribal um, Native American woman want to prove her. Uh, how worthy she is to be a warrior, and she takes on the predator, and then that brings out the other predators. Like, oh, this warriors on Earth, we will challenge them to get our badge of honor from them. So that's how the first predator will start. Interesting. That's what it called prey, not predator, because they got to earn that name. <laughs> okay. So that is. Uh... And that will be on uh, on Hulu, Disney Plus. Some some streaming service or is it Hulu? Oh, it's gonna be on Hulu. It's direct direct to Hulu. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's direct to Hulu, which I hope they change it to Disney Plus because then I have to get a Hulu account. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. much streaming. So much streaming. So yeah, little. There's, there's a whole lot of streaming. What did you think of Red Notice? Oh, I love the Red Notice. That thing was I, freaking awesome. I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna watch it uh, probably probably this week at some point. Oh my god, I love Red Notice. Two hundred million dollars spent in that movie, and they did it right. Cause, cause that movie was everything. Like even though with the pandemic and everything, what they did and having Netflix, well, what they call it, Netflix police watching over them to make sure everything goes right. Cause I I was there when they had them, <laughs> so <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Like how everything was put together, and it's it like Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, the the Rock or Dwayne. They, they had so much great chemistry. Ryan Reynolds is so freaking funny in that movie. I feel like I'm watching Deadpool right now. <laughs> and Gerga Dot, my, my, cele- my celebrity crush, freaking amazing in the film too, and watching The Rock with all of them. Another great, amazing shot. And it's good her, to see me in the movie too for a couple seconds. Her <laughs> uh, Gail Stuntwoman works out at Crunch. Uh, Caitlin. Oh, nice. Yeah, she... Know. She was uh she was very hype and she was very angry that I hadn't seen it yet. Um so I met Dad to... you know, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll watch it this week. Good Gagador's German speech coach was at my stunt class. Oh nice. <laughs> so small world. Yeah. yeah. He's the one who teaches those like a Wonder Woman teaches her that um Russian or German accent. Ah, okay. That's teaching those words in that, so that's pretty cool to see that. So Red Nose, I loved it, and you know, being as being a when they needed an extra goal guy, I was there for that day. So thank goodness. <laughs> so that was great. <laughs> I love Red Nose. Yeah, I'm. And the, I'm looking forward to uh, to catching it. Any other of the series that caught your eye during the um, during the the Disney Plus release day? Oh, of course. That's, I don't know where to begin on this one. Um, oh my god! Well, we talk about Spider-Man stuff. So another one I'm interested in because I don't know too much about this one. Moonlight. I don't know too much about that one. He's kind of like the uh, their version of Batman. Oh, okay. Because I don't know too much about the Moonlight character. So that was the, that's the one I'm interested in watching that one too. And Guardians of the Galaxy Hall the Hall Hall Christmas special or holiday special called. Holiday special. That one I'm, I'm interested in, Miss Marvel, and the one I'm really about to go crazy for when I was a freaking kid, Saturday night, Saturday morning, Fox with my bowl of cereal, you know, Fruit Loops, Captain Crush that destroys your gums, you don't eat milk with it, and freaking Cinnamon Toast, X Men 97. 
is back with the original cast. Yeah, which is which is crazy. That show's been gone for for so long, and it's been such a big part of so many people uh, who have grown up with. I mean, I I didn't watch. I mean, my I I grew up more in X Men more so than Avengers, Spider Man, all the other stuff. So I'm I'm more of an X Men person. Um, mm-hmm. Even though Disney has, they still haven't given us it. This is the first, this will, I think will probably be the first X-Men related thing that they give us um, before they get into their live action versions. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's going to be cool. It's going to be a continuation. I just can't wait to see how they, how they start putting it together and how they start adding, um, adding in um, all these different, all these characters that, that we know and love because they, the thing with those shows, the X-Men shows, is they did incorporate a ton of people. There was uh, Sab- Sabretooth was in there. Um, you, had, you had Punisher was in a couple episodes. Um, Landra, all these different people that were Iron Man had a cameo in one episode. Red Skull, Sentinels, every, there's so many different types, so many different characters from the original. Uh-huh. That's why there's so many storylines you got go through and like I rewatch I still rewatch the episodes because they're amazing. Like you got Sinister in there. Is he gonna return? Like the, the, that's so many storylines they got they gotta finish. Like what happened to these guys? So now I just see like well, where where are we gonna take off now? It's like there's so much to, so much extra stuff they could do now, which I'm interested to see where they go at. Yeah, yeah. Um and also uh the another animated thing is uh spider-man freshman year which is just going to be a story about his uh how he first became spider-man which which is they didn't give a release date for it but i'm guessing that it's probably probably going to be around the same time as the x-men that's right yeah i'm not familiar with freshman year so i'm interested to watch that one yeah i think there's going to be that is going to be very entertaining across the board and never have to leave the house until summer Again, so it's going to be some good, good training, uh, recovery, watching uh, this uh, this fall and winter. That's right. And my other one, I'm really want to see is uh, uh, Marvel Zombies. Yeah, yeah. Episode of What If uh, with the Marvel Zombies was was one of their best episodes. So I now, love that. yeah. So now they're it had such popularity. I was going to say they're they're in the same thing as the WWE universe. They're listening through all the tweets and all the posts and seeing what, what is hot out there and they're, they're listening to it. And they're, if, if there's enough steam behind it, they'll put, they'll put a show together and they'll get some showrunners and they'll make the show. That's right. I'm, I, I'm loving the zombies. It's always how did, how are they going to do the zombie verse again, a zombie universe. So that's going to be interesting. And, and mm-hmm. also you're going to have a, uh, what if season two, that's right. Season two. That's going to be the rest too. And Loki season two at the, at the same year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Loki season two. Uh, we're going to get a lot. We are That's going it. to, going to get a lot. And group got his own show too. Yeah. <laughs> own movie. Yeah. I did. I did see that. Um, that is going to be what happened between uh, guardians one and guardians two. That's right. And I heard they're going to good day. He wants to put crossbones in there and get his revenge on him. So good I, luck know, I know. I know. I'm gonna go see them this week. Actually, I, I gotta. <laughs> they're starting uh, Guardians Three here in Atlanta. Oh no! Yeah, I saw that Guardians so, Three on. That. So, so we're gonna settle up. Me and Groot are gonna settle up this week. Oh, okay. So you guys are gonna have a cage match? Awesome. Hopefully, Groot is still little. Yeah, <laughs> a teenager. Hopefully, hopefully, I've been training with Rob. This is what he's been getting ready for. He he knew about the rematch, so we had to we had to go into the chamber and get ready for our fight with Groot. Oh, awesome! Hopefully, Groot's not a, a giant enough man monster again. So I know, I know. Yeah, Ho- hopefully the training has paid off. We shall see. All right, so that that is enough for uh, today and this week. Um, we will be back next week with another episode, or maybe maybe by when by Tuesday or Wednesday uh, with a review of Raw, so we can get more specifically into Survivor Series. That's right. There's still some stuff left over. We got one more week before Survivor Series. All right, so oh, I was gonna say, take a moment. Here we go.
All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Banging Clangin' Podcast Sports. Tell everybody about us, subscribe to us, and check out the Clangin' Bang YouTube page, Voices of the Faces, new episodes coming soon. Like and subscribe there. Check out the Instagram page, Banging Clangin' Sports Podcast. Tell everybody about us there. That's right, PB. I agree with you, too. They should also subscribe there as well. And also, if you want to work out at home and get, get more workouts for the gym, check out the Banff Hammer. What's the pro- spelling of that? www.bamfhammer.com. That's right. And your choice of 20, 30s, and 40 pounds of hammers. Are you worthy enough to wield the hammer of the band? And, and, don't, and don't forget to tune in. Get ready for the next episode because we're going to be covering the last week before Survivor Series, and that's something you don't want to miss. And as always, we are banging and clanging sports. And we'll catch you on the next and exciting episode of the Banging Clanging Sports Podcast. <gasps> Good night. <laughs>